From the art of the deal to keeping it real. Live from the Simply Vegas studios, it's the Power Move with John Gafford. What's happening, everybody? What is happening? Welcome to another episode of the Power Move here, as always, with Chris Connell, Esquire. Boop, boop, boop. Fair, fair, fair. And what with <laughs> the one and only <laughs> yeah. scotched up in the middle of the day, Colt Amadon. Welcome. Just, Cheers, guys. Yeah, you just can't, you just can't get enough. So, <laughs> man, Connell, I wish you were at lunch with us today. Because, oh, you know, God. the one thing about Colt I got to tell you is, <laughs> no. you know, it, it's a gift that you can always just seem to say the wrong thing. So what came, out of his, yeah, what came out of his mouth today was he goes, he, at one point, I don't remember what we were talking about. I, got, I don't either. And this is the thing. John <laughs> takes whatever and just totally. No. He says at one point, he goes, because apparently I've lost the ability to turn anything on. Immediately, it's like you go right to the wife, right? You have to. <laughs> but but do you? Do no, you? No, I, I don't know. I, I don't do. know. John, John is that friend that, you? like, he doesn't have the dirty mind, but you have that friend who has a dirty mind, so you can't say anything without it turning into that. That's John, right? I'm like, pretty I can, sure you said some things that, that, have, that have kind of forced that hand right there as, Maybe we, as, as, we, go, as we go on. And John, John's going to create the deep fake of him yeah. just so that the moment will be lost to the annals of history. Well, no, dude, I can't, you know, the deep fakes are crazy. I can't, I can't so wait. Crazy. I cannot wait for the deep fakes to take over because then literally we can come on here and say whatever banana town thing we want to say because you can just go, if it doesn't, it's, it's if it fake. misses, it was fake. Yeah, if it's a miss, it's it's you know deep fake. That's what you get. Yeah, no, yeah. R. Kelly would be like, no, shoot, <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't CGI. <laughs> yeah, yeah. was it apple wasn't juice. me CGI. It was just yeah, apple. that deep fake is crazy. Though. So the problem is that we already have an absolute society run by people that have no discretion or ability to discern truth from fiction. Right, you get people and they send you links like, oh my god, look at this. Look what's going on. It's like in the link, it says, you know, fakenews.org or whatever. Like literally it's some website, it's a kid's basement in, you know, wherever. And, you know, that's like, look, it says that Bill Grapes is trying to come after Mark Zongerbong. And it's like, did you say Zongerbong? There you go. It wasn't me this time. It was that brilliant Chris Connell. That's that's my signature move and nobody can ever take it from me (laughs) because it's like Bill Grapes or Bill Gromps. And Mink Zungerberg yeah. or Bonk Zongerping or the guy that everybody's afraid of from Facebook, you know, the 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 Fourth Reich, you know, whatever oh whatever's happening. <laughs> you know, the guy putting chips in your vaccine or whatever you think it's happening. Um, those people that write in all caps and scream everything yes. they say on the Internet, they are just going to be fed a 24-hour stream of everything that they want to hear and say. Oh, well, well you know, the, the power move is actually brought to you by the Dunning-Kruger effect. It's actually... <laughs> I was going to be like, you know, by the it's, War of the Worlds, by the sponsor we yeah. have. You know, speaking of which, you know, they, they made the Pfizer vaccine is now FDA approved. Right. So where, where, where do you go from here if that was the holdup? I don't think that was the holdup. I think now, so so there's this interesting thing with people that say they doubt evolution, for example. I don't want to get into religion, but people that say that I doubt evolution. I don't believe evolution exists, even though you can kind of watch it happen under a microscope at a macroscopic level, right? So we know that things evolve. There are things like Down syndrome that are a form of evolution. People just don't understand what evolution means. It just means gradual changes over time. And if they fit, then they work better over time. And that's what's going to kind of procreate, whatever. There's this old saying that if you found a fossil record that completely bifurcated two periods in time. Wait, 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 wait. What's that word mean? Did you just say bifurcated? I did. <laughs> he he cut it in. There it is, kids. There's your Scrabble word. Bifurcated. Can you use it in a sentence? He so bifurcated. Like, so people say, oh, why are there these big gaps in the fossil record? Five million to ten million years. And John's about to be an archaeologist here soon. He's yeah, going to understand this how, is, this is true. how time and fossils work, whatever. But at the end of the day, you said, okay, if you found one that was 7.5 million, perfectly bisected it, now, you'd only, now you just have two gaps in the fossil record. So at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Sometimes it's just going to double down th- on what think, people. Colt, are you still? Are you asleep? I think Colt's asleep now. Drink it. Did I, did I just right? kill him? Oh, no, no. I was just going to say. I mean, but it causes <laughs> blood clots now, right? Like, so <laughs> no. But now all of a sudden, that's the new no, thing. The right? FDA is now in on the yeah. on the conspiracy. Yeah. So it's, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. When you find something that that splits it in the middle, right? When you find the thing, the gap, the thing that gaps what you were worried about. Now that's just 
another layer of the conspiracy. It's no longer. Can, can oh, we, can we agree to one thing when it comes to this real quick? Yes. If we were a band, Colt would definitely be the bass player. Can we agree with that? You guys think so? <laughs> Fucking, I'm the face of it. God, I'm the lead singer. He's like, I think. He's like I think triangle, a triangle, yeah. a tambourine, yeah. all kinds but, of yeah, all I, kinds I, of different <laughs> zoosophones. I'm gonna be like, uh, what's the little redhead that plays all of his music by himself? Beck? Uh, no, the new Andy Carrot Top. <laughs> uh, no, no, he's redhead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? Speaking, it's funny. It's funny you mentioned. It's funny you mentioned because I want to talk about that today. It's, it's funny you mentioned. So you said get people in their in their basement. I don't know if you happen to see this, but this is like this is where we're at now, boys. This is this is where we are. The modern economy. Two kids in Texas, nine and eleven years old. They're minting Ethereum cryptocurrency mm-hmm. in their garage. They made thirty two thousand last month. You know, good for you guys. You know, uh, it probably took the people in the Stone Age a while to, you know, pick up bronze and figure out why it was valuable. But that's how I feel sometimes. I don't get it. I feel like a Stone Age guy a lot of times. Your NFTs are worthless to me. I don't understand. Okay, well, well, let, let's, okay let's talk a little bit about that because I actually bought I know NFTs this week. Yeah. I, di- I did this. I bought NFTs. And, it, and here's the truth. I bought crypto for the first time to purchase the NFTs. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you. I, you know, I felt like my mom trying to zoom. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so I, after we met with the crypto mafia the other yeah. day, one of them gifted me 25 of these coins. 25. Yeah. You just got gifted yeah. that. He just gifted me 25 bucks worth of these coins. They're a buck each. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh my God, I feel like one of those people that got their first beanie baby. <laughs> like, oh man, this could that's be my, like, no, but that's how could I be my moment, yeah. right? I look no. at it as like. Pogs and stuff like I mean I, I don't know. John sat there for what twenty minutes. I did trying to explain to me. I'm like I comprehend it. Yeah, but I don't comprehend it. Like where is I guess like you what? know he's like well tangible intangible yeah like a Michael Jordan trading card right like yeah, I actually yeah. have it yeah like you're showing me something that's a picture of I. I and they're selling like we saw one yeah. that was selling for it was five hundred thousand. Well, the some of the crypto books. Crypto punks are like half a mil. Yes. It's wild. American right? dollars. It's wild. It's, it's crazy. And, and you know, and what I was trying to explain to Colt, and this is this is what this is kind of what I got from the from the general consensus from those guys, is essentially on mint day, which is what we had last week, we minted our chibi dinos. If you're watching this, chibi dinos to the moon, buddy, to the moon. <laughs> and uh as we're going through this, I'm kind of learning on the fly, like like sure. literally learning as I'm flying the plane. And so you go in and you mint you mint your dinos, all right. First you got to buy the crypto, which is a whole other thing, and that was where I was literally like felt like my mom getting on Skype, and uh, but you mint your dinos and like there's certain combinations, like like there's randomness to it. There's only so many combinations of certain things, right. and different traits that you can have on your dino are rarer than others. Yes. So. If you get something that there's only 65 possible number 23s, there's only 65 possible of these eyes, and you start combining those rarities, well, your dino starts moving up the moving up the charts mm-hmm. on the rarity. Right. It sold out 10,000 of these things in 40 minutes. And, you know, uh, they sold a lot of Beanie Babies, and Ty made some of them more rare than others. And I, I get go, it. What is... All right, well, here, okay. So let me tell you why I went with these guys and why I think this one has some legs. And I'm not, again... I admit right here, right now, yes. in front of the world, no idea why anybody does anything anymore. No, no, not at all. <laughs> Including Colt. <laughs> if I don't get it, yeah. I don't think half yeah. the people we're not, get it. We're not yeah. gonna get it. So yeah. so I go and and so you mint your you mint your dinos. I did get some in the in the top five percent of dinos. I'll say that. I got I got pretty lucky with my little run because I did ten of them. And the the cool thing about these are like I, I I don't get the crypto punk thing. There's no they just exist in space. You have them on your phone. You have them in your wallet. You can't do anything with them. I I, I don't get that. But like with this, he's doing something tangible because Sean, the, the guy that minted these, is owns Jersey Champs. So there'll be like an actual merch tie-in with these things. Yeah, yeah. He's also gone to get some NBA players to then kind of captain these teams, and he's going to bring this from the. It, it's almost like. Uh, it's essentially, it's, it's like, like a trademark, I guess. No, 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 no. It, it, it's not that. It's like this. An easier way to explain it is like this. It's like the CryptoPunk ones that are selling for a ton of money, they're like baseball cards when there's no actual baseball players and or baseball league. Right. All right. What he's doing with the di- with the Chibi Dino ones is he's, cre- he's created the cards, but now he's creating the actual sport, the actual players, and the actual league. 
So he's creating something tangible offline that get, will give these hopefully sure. yeah. some value going hey, forward. Hey, Kanye made shoes that sold out. I, what do I know? Yeah. <laughs> what do you know? We got nine stuff. Yeah. That's it. Like I see Sean. Sean, you know, is a guy that you know uh, that we've met. Well, I, I, I'm going to have him on just yeah, to talk about Sean, Sean's a, a very smart kid and um, he's making it tangible. But like this yeah. thing you showed me today, I mean, honestly, stuff like 1980 computer made and I, yeah. I don't, I just, well, that, that was the thing. That's the question it. that I had, you know, time and time again with NFTs mm-hmm. is what do you do with it? I don't see. Here's the thing, though. Just like anything with a, a current demand, I, I look to that. And this goes for real estate. This is that Warren Buffettism, mm-hmm. right? It's what's your moat? What's preventing somebody else from getting into that valuable piece of real estate? If you don't have an economic moat, in my opinion, I'm not interested. Like, the other, like like diamonds, I don't think there's much of an actual economic moat if you can't continue to control supply, right? right. And geopolitics aside, the DeBarris company owns a warehouse oh, full sure. of diamonds that, <laughs> and they just, that release, just sit right. there. release yeah. them as they yeah. will. They yeah. release them as they will. They're not actually terribly scarce, right? Right. It, it, and, you know, people have certain feelings about gold. I'll, I'll show my cards here a little bit. I don't think gold's worth a shit. I, I go... Gold has some industrial applications. It's, it's got some valuable for jewelry, but it's not actually valuable, right? Food's valuable. Ammunition's valuable at, yeah. w- when necessary. Gold is that thing that people just kind of always agree is valuable. You know, that, that, see, that's a great point. That's why NFTs have value because scarcity right. builds value in things. And the reason that gold has any value over any other ore is because it's more scarce mm-hmm. than the other ores they mine that's out of right. the ground. That's it's, why. It's so perceived value. Does that, does that help, Colt? Does that help you? No, not, not, not with this. Because <laughs> like, gold. No, like, I, 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 I just people still want jewelry. Yeah, still no, want, I, I you know. honestly, I, <laughs> I'm a pretty. I can wrap myself around a lot of things. I think we all can, and I'm. Including <laughs> 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 your neighbor. This is what I'm talking about. Dirty, dirty. This is what I deal with every day. So you can't say anything. Look, look, If you walk across the ring with your chin out, buddy, you cannot be surprised you get knocked out. You hear that? You hear that, LeBron James? You hear that, LeBron James? A little bit. Cole threw down the gauntlet, LeBron James. Yep, yep. But I think we're all smart enough. Business people, and we understand things. This is something I honestly, I sat there and I kept telling him, I understand it. I don't understand it. Well, like, I don't comprehend that's it. That's the beauty of a free market is that you don't have to invest in it. Right. No, if they no. made it a global currency and all of a sudden you have to imagine right, if it was right, the right, Federal Reserve right. and you're like, you can just right. print money. I understand why people take umbrage with those kinds of things, right? Right. If you're forced upon it. But having these things that are outside of your, you know, yeah. it's not going to affect your house value. Right. So those are the things where you have to you know, pay attention. These are other things that people invest in. And people have always bought sports memorabilia and baseball cards yeah. and gold and, and other commodities or whatever, options, things that don't exist, right? They're a contract. Well, you, you know, it's funny you talk about that. And this is, you know, Dan Fleischman, who's a, a partner of mine in, in Everbowl. Um, he runs a he runs in a, a mastermind group I'm part of, but Dan is making a huge investment. I actually, laid it out to the elevator syndicate last week um, into this new thing, which is uh, cards and coffee. It's coffee shops that sell high end sports cards. This is a billion billion dollar interest. I mean, if you I'm sorry, business. If you look at what some of these cards are selling for, it's insane. It just yeah. it, it's almost like there's so much money now. And everybody has so much money, they just have no clue what to spend it on. Well, a lot of, and let's just be honest, like a lot of times young men, they have these things when they were kids. You just yeah. loved Wade Boggs. You know, when you were a kid, that was your idol. Like, I got to hang out with uh, Jose Canseco oh, a couple months back. How was that? It, it was very interesting because <laughs> I wanted to talk to him about, like, Ricky Henderson. He only wanted to talk about his MMA career. Yeah. Oh, God. Of the Shoot, things, shooting his finger off? <laughs> no, he didn't. That no? was totally fake. What do you mean that was fake? He's got all his fingers. What? Well, I'm sure you can sew it back on. No, because it, it, no, I, 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 I think that was faked. Was it? Somebody was, and I didn't bring it up to him because that's kind of was burning on my mind. But <laughs> yeah, like, he wanted like, to show videos. Hey, I kept looking at his hands. I'm like, because I didn't remember, I don't remember yeah, how bad it was finger, or whatever. Right. But I don't, I don't notice like, anything. Bad. You know, you said Wade Boggs. I actually got to catch in a game where Wade Boggs was hitting. Really? I was. Yeah. When I was on The Apprentice, when it was done. Uh, you know, for a hot second while you're still on television before you get fired and then go on to the next season, you're a celebrity, sure. you know, for a hot second. You get to live the life. And I got asked to be in this uh, celebrity baseball game in Tampa. Do you want to be in the celebrity baseball game? And it was like a bunch of dudes that could play. Wade Boggs was there. Jim Lariat's a bunch of old Yankees were there. 
um, it was Wade Boggs event. Um, and they had a bunch of current like Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like at the time, um, Mike Allstock was there, a bunch of other guys. And they had a bunch of weird celebrities that you would never know could play baseball. Like Brian Cranston was there. Oh, really? And you know who could ball? I mean, straight ball who could play was the principal from the breakfast club. Could ball. Oh. You get the horns that that cat could play, right? He, he's passed away. <clears throat> yeah, I know he did. Yeah, but yeah. but like Desmond Howard. I mean, there's a bunch of like really famous people there. I'm like super scrub. So I get there and I'm like, okay, uh, you know, what are we going to do for, they, they look at me and they go, what do you play? And I'm like, dude, I haven't played baseball since like 15. I'm just here to, you know, look good and wear a jersey. They said, okay, what do you, what did you play when you played? I said, oh, I was a catcher. I said, great, mm-hmm. you're going to catch. All of our knees are shot so you can catch. I'm like, <laughs> Okay. Um, all right. So like six inning comes around. They're like, Gafford, going in. So I go in. And uh, first of all, my dad had come down. It was the first part of the story, which is great. My dad had come down to uh, to see this because, of course, this is a dream. It's, we're playing in a, in a in the, the Yankees park there in Tampa where they have spring training. Oh, okay. And I go out to, to batting practice, and it's operation don't look like a jackass sure. is all I'm trying to do. And I'm taking cuts and I'm making, I'm connecting with everything, but I'm, I'm not gonna lie. The ball probably ain't making it past third base. I'm just trying to look like an idiot. I go back to stands. My dad's like, you got to drive with your hips. And I'm like, dad, that ship is sailed. sailed. We've lost that. We lost that, but God bless him. So anyway, I go into the seventh inning and they bring in uh, a guy named Bob Feller, who is about at the time, mid seventies. He was a legend at the Cleveland Indians. They bring Bob Feller in to pitch. The I'm Cleveland like, okay. uh, protectors, protectors, or, or whatever, uh, whatever <laughs> it is now. The Cleveland Constantinople. You know what? Trust, <laughs> trust me. If this cat was still alive, he's calling on the Indians. I'm going. I wouldn't disrespect Bob that way. So anyway, Bob's throwing me kind of moon balls, and I'm catching. But it's all good, right? And uh, everything's good. Bob makes it through two batters, and he's done. He's just tired, so they take him out. Who do they call in? They go for the. They call in Goose Gossage from the New York Yankees, who is Goose is in his 60s and can still throw in like the 80s. I bet. Yeah. I mean. He's popping the glove. I'm scared to death behind the damn plate. And so here's the scenario as it sets up, because Feller obviously gave up some hits. I look up. I've got, I've got uh, Mike Allstott, who's the fullback from the Bucks. They used to call him A-Train. He's on first, right? And up comes Wade Boggs to the plate. I'm catching. Goose Gossage is pitching. My mom is – I have pictures of this that are grainy. You can't tell anything because my mom has a new camera, quote-unquote. Rule of thumb. When you, get, when, you ha, when you go to a life-changing cool thing, make sure that somebody else is taking photographs yeah. other than your mom with her, quote-unquote, new camera. Or Barney Rubble. Yeah. It looks like it, it, looks like it was – all she was missing was the thing, you know, the thing held up. Old-timey portrait. Yeah. You can't tell anything. Like, well, you moved. I can't you, – you're blurry. This is a picture of Billy it the was. Kid. This is my son, John, exactly. playing baseball. Exactly. So, anyway, Boggs – Max one to deep right. I'm sitting there and up looks and, and, and he's going and I look up and a train is now coming and he's coming around third. And the guy that's been playing out in, in right field is coming home with the ball. And I had that instant thought of George Costanza in Seinfeld when blocking he was playing, the blocking the thing and injuring Bette Midler. And I'm thinking, it's almost baseball. It's almost yeah. football season. I'm going to try to make a play on Allstott. He's going to kill me, but I'm going to twist his knee. Sure. And then I'm going to be public enemy number one in Tampa. So I end up stepping out of the way. Yeah. But, dude, He's talk about big boy. Yeah, you talk about being able to do some childhood stuff. That was yeah. a pretty epic day. Yeah. Yeah, but I think it's weird they're letting you throw uh, bangers in at eighty miles an hour in a celebrity game. I mean, like, <laughs> well, I mean, I, th- I think there's those guys come out and he, you know, they're there oh, to yeah. win. They're there to play. You'll never <laughs> I mean, lose that competitive. Got to be a spirit. slow pitch no, or something. Yeah, Ninety no. years old. No, although what's funny is the uh, the softball. They called her the lion. She had this is she was won a gold medal with the U.S. softball team. Came out and she pitched in it. Oh, that's Jenny Finch out there throwing whatever. Yeah, no, yeah, she struck oh, every. God. She struck all of them out. Yeah. Every pro she faced, she struck out because they're throwing the rise ball. They're not used to seeing the rise ball. Yeah, ball moves. Would you rather go against a major league pitcher or Jenny Fitch and Brian? Major league pitcher. Yeah, yeah, because I mean they're closer. That thing's rising. Dude, that, that's so scary. There's no they're, chance. They're 15 there's feet no closer. Yeah, there's oh, yeah. no chance. It's coming quick. They're at like 45 feet or something as opposed to 60. Yeah, I think I don't know. You got no yeah. chance yeah. hitting that. It's ball. it's equivalent of a hundred mile an hour easily pitch easily. But that thing coming up. Like oh, there's I, no I way. played baseball. Yeah. Yeah. I played like serious baseball. Do they, do they call it baseball in Canada or is yeah, it called yeah, yeah. something? Did called you curl? Uh, you know what? I that's have the question. Curled. That's I have yeah, curled. That's of course the, he has curled. How are, how are, have curled. are you out with the broom? Do you know what? I, are you I doing have do, you guys, <laughs> do you guys think Cole that? Cole just asking me questions so he doesn't say no. something <laughs> fucked up. Because now I'm thinking, could we 
get good enough to be an Olympic curling team? Absolutely not. We were having a discussion. If you could, if you had to pick one sport that you think you could get a medal in, what's it going to be? He went curling. Me? Oh, winter? oh, man. Curling. I'd go pretend to be a, you know, uh, I don't want to get into that. Winter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> would be winter. Any, what would, one would, would be women, Women's wrestling. Is that where you're heading? Any male oh, category. You, you would get I'd get mollywopped in women's wrestling, but I wouldn't yeah. make weight. <laughs> 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 well, yeah, which, no. what, what do you think you could do? If I had, to, if I had to go, summer no Olympics. summer Olympics. If I had to go and try to meddle in something, shooting, I don't know something. Yeah, that it, has to, it, shooting, it would have, it would have to be shooting. I mean, they're all. I, so I'm going to go I with. Think I, I think it's chance. No, I think it's, it's the only thing you got a chance in. I think. No, I, I, I think speed walking. I don't think you know how hard that is. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I think, think you're saying I it, but I don't think you know. If I spend a year doing it, I could do speed walking and maybe learn how to ride a horse. I feel like. Like I, I feel like they did a lot of the. The horse should be getting the medal. Did you ever? I feel like the horse should be getting the medal. Bruce Springsteen's daughter. No offense, but your horse did ninety percent of that work. You know what? I'll give you that one. Actually, I, I do look at jockeys and go, "Oh, you, yeah. you really kicked that horse yeah. properly. Yeah. Are you long for the ride?" But you what know what? You That'd be hard to be ninety pounds. That was the um, hard part of that. Being was starting a to sound like a Winnie the Pooh or Tigers. Oh, I could do that. Oh, I like, do, have you, do you know how no. hard it is to do basically anything in the Olympics at, they, at any level no, I mean, that's outside I, amateur? Dude, I, I'm, sure, I'm sure you saw it. It's viral. There's there's a video of the ping pong guys. And, oh, and when they like, go around the table. And the guy is actually going around the table. Yeah, that, that's pretty good. Like, yeah. I was could. the Boyd School of Law ping pong champion for 2010. I can what? appreciate. Yeah. I am a Sky. Boyd School. That's not Boyd, Boyd that's, School of Law. That's not Hooters University. That's William S. Boyd School of Law, okay. unlike Twin Peaks Academy. <laughs> I feel Peaks like Academy. Twin Peaks would have better ping pong table. <laughs> yeah, but no, I, look, so I'm sitting there. Well, I love ping pong. <sighs> I play tennis. I played racquetball. I played badminton. And a lot of these sports are all, you know, the racket ones. So watching these people with these little paddles going yeah, at that level. It's been in a town. It's like you don't understand. Like your brain has to be completely reprogrammed. I think, I think I'm attracting Racket, racketeurs, we'll call them. Can we call them racketeurs? People that I would play with racketeurs means something else. But no, well, it means something different. <laughs> I know it does. But uh, I'm, I went with racketeurs. Racketeurs, not racketeurs. Racketeurs. People and ones that would play with rackets. <laughs> oh. Yo, Webster, come on. Okay. Let's get this in there just to make me look better. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, I got two guys on the team right now. Yep. One of which is on the Nevada national tennis team, and the other guy is on the United States national paddleball team. Wow. How, how do how do you wind up with that? Well, paddle. So so not to dis, disparage any of his accomplishments because that really sounds amazing. Here it goes. But but, <laughs> but paddle is a sport that I just kind of learned about, and I'm a racket. You know, I'm a racketeur. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's so um, see it just fl- it flows. Webster, there's like one on paddle it. court in town. You know what paddle is, right? Yeah, it's kind of like racquetball, the but PADL but, or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. So I didn't even know about it. It looks fun. It's kind of like a mix of pickleball or tennis or something. Yeah. So the more, like, I played for the Las Vegas Scorpions for the team handball club. Now, Americans, a lot of times, don't know what handball is. Handball is the one sport that if Americans started to give a shit about would be gold medalist every year for the rest of time. See, I, I'm going to argue that I think there's a lot of sports that if America cared about. No, no, no. This one in particular. Oh, so I agree. Do you know what European team handball is? It's in the Olympics. What European team handball? No, I, t- I didn't. Wa- I didn't. I didn't watch the Olympics. Olympics. I told you I watched the Olympics. Amazing! It's the best. It's one of the most fun sports you can play. So I played for Las Vegas team, and we'd go play San Francisco and Los Angeles and New York and all that. I played for the Las Vegas Scorpions. It was a team here. It uh, it just disbanded because the coach, a German guy, it's a very European thing. So a lot of the people that play here, they go play on San Francisco's team or, or elsewhere or Phoenix. But what it is, is it's a ball that's kind of like a little smaller than a volleyball. Okay, but you can dribble like a basketball. And you get three steps and can dribble. And you have to jump before a line and throw the ball into a net where there's a goalie. And that's it. See, why, why did I think handball was like hitting the ball against the wall? Yeah. Team handball. Okay. That, so that's handball. That's like prison yard stuff. Okay. Right? And then team handball. See, I'm, I'm gangster. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say like hard <laughs> in the yard. But yeah, there's this sport called European team handball. If you took a bunch of D1 co- basketball players. They would just dominate. They would crush because they're so big and tall. And these little European guys, you got to be quick and it's very physical. It's a really physical, hard hitting game. Like you can wrap people up from behind. It's kind of like lacrosse, where Americans really haven't excelled or embraced. That's coming, it. buddy. It's That's coming. coming. Yeah, My boy right is all there. about yeah, it. It's coming. Handball, handball is one of those sports that could could make that one day. All right, I get it. Yeah, it's awesome. But anyway, so back to you, Colt. 
Riding horses in the Olympics. <laughs> Give the uh, horse a medal. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so you're saying I could. If you had the right horse, that's all you'd need. Yeah. And a year. <laughs> and a year to learn how to ride right. a horse. All right. I oh. think we should start a GoFundMe for, for Colts. Colts. <laughs> are you kidding me? Do you know how expensive Olympic that is? For yeah, Colts we are Olympic all dreams. Not, we don't have enough money to be in that sport. That's billion. Question? Yeah. That's you, all expensive You'd be like people. the Venus and Serena of equestrian. <laughs> You like poor that. kid, poor poor middle class kid <laughs> from class Utah. Kid coming his way up from Utah. <laughs> Good for him. They'd be like a horse and a dream, and a, just, and a, just, a, yeah. just a, a boy, just a boy and a horse and a dream, and a That's glue it. farm that keeps getting horses taken. Right <laughs> oh god! Yeah, it's horses, a, at some at some point, it's not going to be the horse's so fault. There was a guy. Yeah, there was a guy that went. Uh, he meddled in winter and summer. Now, okay. one guy. Think I could do that being. A, on the horse, so now and we're the curling team. I think cu- I could oh, be number two. I could be the second. I, I think it probably only American. I'm sure. Well, yeah. maybe not. I'd yeah. be worldly. There, there are people that actually curl though. Like it's like saying I'd be a good shuffleboard player, darts or whatever. Like the minute what, you play you somebody's good you at darts, you realize how bad you are at darts. Yeah. It's all muscle memory. You do it for a year. Yeah, they, I think they, you could. I, I bet I could be top. Just, I could be on I mean, Team USA's dart team if I played for a year too. <laughs> Have you ever seen that thing? You know, we could do a GoFundMe because the dart team would be way cheaper than the doing the equestrian. Pretty good. A lot of pints. Yeah, I don't drink though beer. That's my problem. So what right do you have ever talking about playing darts? That's a good point. I could get drunk There's and play, a, do curling and possibly win a gold medal. If anybody, still have to drink yeah, beer, Colt. If anybody's interested in Colt's Spritzer or Mike's Hard Lemonade Dart League, <laughs> let me know. Let know. White Claw. Know. White Claw if you uh, sponsor <laughs> a... The, uh, the Truly Ghoulies. Dude, I, I, I don't know where this was, if it was a meme or whatever. My wife showed me this. It was like the accurate flavor descriptions for, for seltzers. Oh, my God. And it was like strawberry, if strawberry had a battery and the battery was out. Uh, <laughs> or like, yeah, banana, that. drove by a banana truck once. <laughs> you, you, you smell a kiwi while licking the static <laughs> off a TV? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every time anybody tries it. If somebody yelled out the, the word pomegranate loudly while you're drinking soda water. Exactly. Every time I have one of those sets or those, those, those things, all I can think of is, Hey, buddy, your uh, your soda's out. <laughs> it's like that's all yeah, I think yeah. about every time you do that. That's <laughs> pretty good story because that's all they all taste like. This that's is it. the worst cherry coke I've ever had. That's yeah, it's dreadful. I don't get how people drink that stuff. I mean, I will just because it's light and whatever. It's there. I'm well, speaking, you know, speaking of light, uh, Colt, your birthday last weekend up at Park City. How was that? It was light. It's nice. Lit. Let's go lit. It was, no, a, it, it was a good time. I uh, John does not like Park City. I don't. Nope. I love that experience. Park City. Park City. Um, like the Park City chilies, especially. Oh, yeah. All right. That's Salt Lake. But. Chilies? <laughs> I'll give you a chilies update because you want a chilies update coming for you. The, the demand letter went out this week to chilies for, my, for the money they owe me from my card. You know my goal? Here's my goal. I have one goal in life. To get a check from it's chilies. A, no, I don't want my Free, check from chilies. Nope, I want... What did Chili's do to John Gafford to be trending? Like, I want that search to be trending so who's that, across the board. Who, who's that Cracker Barrel that fired that guy's wife? The Remember the Cracker Barrel mm. employee that got fired? And that guy wrote that thing, the management, why'd you fire my wife? That thing with Birdie? that guy at that place? No, no, Birdie. Got, Birdie or Deborah or whatever, some guy wrote into Cracker Barrel, and it went viral. Oh, my God. It went, I mean, stupid viral. I thought you would know immediately. No, no. So this guy's wife got fired from Cracker Barrel, and he's like, after 20 years of service, why did you fire my wife, Cracker Barrel? And then the internet lost it. You know how the internet yeah. can oh, do sure. that? Yeah. If it catches a little bit of fire, oh, it's, oh, yeah. it's a forest decimator. Yeah. It was on every, if you look it up on your phone or whatever, it is one of the, my favorite stories ever. And I was thinking about it this morning. I'm like, I wonder what happened to his wife. Like, oh, what happened? What if she got a good? What happened good to Birdie? Job. Whatever happened to Birdie or whatever it was? I'm sure if she was going from Cracker Barrel, I don't think she's working at NASA. But it was it was so funny. There's something about it that people just resonated with them. Like, how could you do this to her, Cracker Barrel? I think Cracker Barrel had to like issue a statement on it. Oh God! Like, I think it was a real problem for their business. That's What's the it? best. When things you know go so crazy that they actually have to give so a, a public, a public announcement. Yeah, for chilies. Oh, chilies. When we come back, let's talk about, I want to talk about marketing a little bit because I saw some stuff this week. Bad marketing just drives me insane. And I saw some stuff this week that was just bananas. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a minute with more Colt. More Chris, and uh, probably more Colt. <laughs> that became a punchline. Yeah. <laughs> that Colt started laughing at 
Hey, it's John Gafford. If you want to catch up more and see what we're doing, you can always go to thejohngafford.com where we'll share any links that we've things we talked about on the show, as well as links to the YouTube where you can watch us live. And if you want to catch up with me on Instagram, you can always follow me at the John Gafford. I'm here. Give me a shout. And we're back. Back, back, back. Before we move on to talk about marketing, I want to talk a little bit about the Cracker Barrel thing <laughs> that you said. Nanette that Bird, we, we should, wife. That we should have known all about. Because <laughs> I didn't know all about it, but I, but I feel like I should have. Because I have this issue, which is I tend to, you know, I'm a man of action, if you will. A, uh, I tend to not sometimes, uh, when it comes, it's weird. When it comes to me, I will think things through very clearly and then I will act. When it comes to my family, I tend to act very quickly, which is why I've, you know, almost gotten a fist fight in an Idaho amusement yeah. park <laughs> over some bumper boats, which is, you know, that, that's another, did you ever hear the bumper boat story? I'm not sure I did. Oh, he um, was pissed. Okay. All right. All right. Let's start with bumper boats. Bumper boats. All right. So we're in Idaho with this theme park. And uh, my wife is, uh, we're, gonna, we're like, oh, there's bumper boats. Let's go to the bumper boats. It's going to be fun. Blah, blah, blah. It's fun. Family fun park. And this little, it's called Silvertown. I think it was uh, in north of Coeur d'Alene in Idaho. And uh, we're there. Me and the kids all get in our own boat. We go out. There's this, in this redneck, this like fat, chunky, goofy redneck. I can tell from looking at him, like this guy. And I saw him tell his giant, you know, overweight wife, like, like, look at these people over here. Kind of look at these does people. his own research. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, he is both both an infectious disease and Afghanistan expert, same politic league. expert. Yeah. Definitely same that guy. So, you know, we get in the boat, we start going. And this dude pins my wife against the wall in her bumper boat. And they have the squirters on her. And sprayed her. It was almost a cult moment, by the way. Yeah. Sprayed uh, her. Yeah. <laughs> my wife that had and sprayed no, no. her. I was no. going there, but I don't have that oh, mind geez. like that's you, that's John. That's a fighting yeah. word. Oh, that's God, no. Word. But he's squirting her. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Much better. See, he is, see what it's like to live. He is yeah. utilizing the yeah. water spraying apparatus on the bumper boat to squirt water H2O at my wife. Perfect. And he has his bumper boat positioned in a way in which her bumper, is this clear enough? <laughs> cannot be, uh, she can't move. No and I can't get to her. Yeah. And, and, and I can't get to her because of where she is. So he just literally, she looked like she took a shower getting off this thing. And I'm yelling at this guy from across the way. I'm like, you need to stop. And he's like, what? Uh, laughing is like, whatever. It gets done. And we pull back in. I've, I got my watch off already. I'm literally, I am, my wife's like, my eyes are bloodshot red. My, there's, I'm just steaming. Let there be war in tonight. War is about to be declared <laughs> on the bumper boat land. I go with this dude <laughs> and he said with his wife and I don't, I, I'll put it this way. I was so mad. I don't even remember the confrontation. I don't remember what yeah. I said. I don't remember anything about it. All I know is my wife sent my daughter over to say, daddy, please don't hurt this man. <laughs> That that is the only thing to save this guy. My wife, thinking very quickly on her feet, was don't please, daddy, daughter. don't hurt this Send man. Daughter. My daughter, because of course, I'd that, be that mad if someone pinned it. my wife against the wall and squirted all over her. John, <laughs> that's, I'd be pissed. I'd fight that one. Well, I'd face him he's putting her bump in my see, bumper and her bumper together. Yeah, yeah. Sweet, sweet yeah. revenge. He's joking, but this is something that would come out of his mouth. No. Well, yeah. Now you see how it feels. Every time, I'm just going to start doing it to you. And I just looked what up, come guys. Out of his mouth, John? Yeah, I, I just looked up. The world record for fast walking was one mile in five and a half minutes. It's purely off of getting a form because they're really just jogging. Yeah. I told could do that. You lift if your you would feet. like to donate you, to Colts, you'd pull a Larry Olympic David dreams. and like lift your feet. Yeah, yeah I'm totally going to be an Olympic. Can't lift your totally feet. You have to be walking. I could be. You have a heel in the ground at all times. Totally yeah, I so, could do it. So, back to what I was saying. So, I am very quick to come to the aid of my wife, and I have been known to at times do things and overstep my boundary and make situations, let's just call them, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for? Worse. Worse. Okay. Um, and for the viewing audience, if you don't know John, he's only about 5'7", <laughs> yeah. 143 pounds. He, yes. he, he looks tall, but he's not. Yeah. He's this a, he's it, it's all, it's all CGI mirror, on the camera. If you're watching this on YouTube, small, it's all CGI. I'm not mirror. a big guy. But, but no, so, so I mean, is that an issue that either one of you guys have? I'm trying to hear oh this because I do it all the time. Nuclear. <laughs> I had some guy when Ava was young. Um, that was tailing me in my car and almost ran me and was doing it on purpose. Oh, God. 
and the little baby in the back seat, oh. you know, I have a little Carrera 911, and I had a baby seat in there. That's the car I had was a single dad. <laughs> single. Yeah. I mean, we're on the Harley, but great, come on. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if they were just trying to be jerks, whatever, but I ended up stopping my car and, like, running after their van as they, like, flew around me because they were, like, tra- pretending, like, ram me Oh God. with my daughter in the car, and it's... Which yep, is a dumb time. thing to do in a country with more, you know, weapons proliferating. Oh, dude. Average, yeah. isn't it? I, I had, that was the only time I almost got arrested on a flight. I'm on a flight one time when Roma was like, Roma was probably two. And we're doing the, the kids sit with mom and the three seats over yeah, here and the yeah. dad's over here on the other side. Enjoying his life. Yes. Yeah. This older guy in the front of it, this older man with his wife <clears throat> was in front of it. And he stood up to turn around. And like so many times before you see people, cause my kids were really cute when they were little. You see people play with your kids like, oh, aren't you cute? Blah, blah. The guy turns around. And goes to my daughter and goes, stop kicking my seat. And points at it like that. I lost it on the flight. It was like flight attendants having to hold me down. And the whole way we're on the flight there. Like, I, cause, cause John's duct tape to his <laughs> No, 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 no. It didn't get that Frontier bad. It didn't get that bad. No, no, it didn't get that bad. I, I piped it down a little bit, but I'm seething. And it was one of those situations where, like, technically the road they were in, the old guy and his wife were like here. And then my kids were a little catty corner behind me. Yeah. So I'm like pretty much eye level with this guy. And I'm leaning forward into the aisle the whole time going, when this plane lands, I'm going to murder you. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, it's done when we land. And the plane lands. And I never felt so bad. And I'll tell you why. This is why. So the plane lands and the dude just grabs his stuff and skirts off the plane because he's convinced I'm going to murder him in the tunnel. And his poor wife, like he dro- makes, he, he's running so fast she drops her stuff. At which point my son stops. My, my, now my son, who at the time God. was like five, it starts helping her pick her stuff up. And the lady's like, I am so sorry. I have never been so embarrassed in my entire life. And I instantly felt terrible for her. Yeah. And it was just, it was dreadful. So I almost got in a fight on a flight about two years ago. I I got, I had to talk to the police. I had to do all this stuff because I hit a guy. Oh God. On the flight? <laughs> well, I didn't well, hit. Ding, okay. ding, so, I'll, so I'll explain yeah. to you how this happened. Yeah. So my grandma's funeral up in Regina, Saskatchewan, Canada, where I was born. I haven't been back to in, in years. Great, great years, years, years. Great. So I'm flying there. from here to Calgary, Calgary to Regina. And the flight from uh, yeah, no. you did fly to Regina. And there, <laughs> there you go. That's why I can't. Colt's on a road. I can't roll now. I'm just going Colt, to show you yeah. guys how it is because I keep my mouth shut. My, you guys month. sit there. Yeah. Colt's feel hey, like he a, was going over to see his grandma's Regina. <laughs> okay, where are you from, Chris? I'm from Regina. Everyone's from Regina. Regina. So anyway, I'll call it Regina just for everybody. Um, so I'm on this flight, and there was a, a tribal sort of dance or something in Las. Vegas and there were probably 20 Aboriginal, you know, native Canadians that were in Las Vegas mm-hmm. and the plane was held up an hour cause they were waiting for them. Okay. And so we sat there. So I had a connecting flight from Calgary to Regina, which I was now <laughs> late for. Jesus. <laughs> so it's him. So I'm on this plane. It's not me. <laughs> not me. So I'm on this plane. So I'm on this plane and I don't like, to, so I'm on this plane and I say to the, the flight attendant, we go to get off and I'm like, Hey, our flight's now late because we had to sit here for an hour. Can you call ahead to this next plane and let them know that we'll be coming on? She goes, no, we can't do that. But go to the front of the plane and try to get off first and see if you can make it on to the next plane. Yeah, there you go. Next flight. So I hate when people are like rushing up the aisles. Yeah. But I'm like, so there's about six of us that are late for our connecting flight. Actually. And one's rushed. an older lady. I mean like older, like 75 years old. And I get her bag. She said, can you help me? So I got her bag and I'm holding her bag. I'm going to walk it up with her and we're all going to go up. This pig of a man just to this day I, w- I would pay a lot of money just to have one mma fight with him oh just a pig of a man just a fat flowing over into the seat with his fat pig of a wife and they were just monsters they blocked the aisle and they go hey, wait your turn i said uh, excuse oh me I just the flight attendant yeah just told me to do the this. acting like person in control on this airplane said we can go to the front no too bad so then everybody starts coming up and i'm like Oh, this is a bunch of Canadians on the plane, the rudest people I've ever met, because one lady says, well, if you wanted to be up here, you should have bought first class. Well, wait a second. I, was th- well, I thought oh, Canadians yeah. were the nicest that, people. What's wait, this is not working. Go through Canadian customs sometime and tell me if you think Canadians are nice. Really? So whatever it was, just everybody in that front row was this on this Marie Antoinette kick or something. like. We're on like friggin' South. We're on uh, WestJet. Like some first class is an extra nickel, and I probably just forgot they hit the button. Like it's whatever. So I'm sitting there with this lady's bag. I'm holding it for her. And I'm like, excuse me. And then everybody's all piled up, and now it's a lost cause. So this fat asshole in front of me 
gets in front and then starts blocking the tunnel as I'm trying to walk by. <sighs> Excuse me, can you move over, sir? You, I didn't, I didn't call him a fat pig, but I Dude, wanted there to. There is nothing worse oh. than a block tunnel Regina. Oh, yeah. Regina. Oh, just a Regina block tunnel. I can't I get through that Regina to get my way to Regina. I just can't get there. I just can't. Which is and anatomically it's, late. That Regina's late. Oh, my <laughs> so, gosh. This guy's blocking this aisle. Him and his fat wife are blocking this aisle. So he every time I go to like go around him, he moves into that direction. And like, you know, whatever. And so I fake to the left, he's fat ass steps over. I go to walk around to the right and he shoulders me into the wall. <laughs> oh. So gives, I, you the, gives you the hip check. I two hand this oh, guy boy. like I'm trying to separate his head from his body. <laughs> and I two hand him like lacrosse two hand, like just boom, and I drop him. He hits, <laughs> he shakes the 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 causeway into the airport he shakes it he's so fat i hit him so hard he smashes in the wall and drops and just <gasps> just that oh god what have i done i'm yeah. a, i'm a fat pig but how much of it was what have i done and how much of it was now i'm gonna sue you yeah well sure 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 yeah, of course so this fat tough guy calls the police oh boy meanwhile i had like rushed over to get to my my flight do they ride horses to the airport no, flights delayed oh it's delayed so the mounties can get there so the time. flight's delayed an hour so i didn't even need to like get yeah, up that front I didn't even have to have the conversation. Oh but anyway, so I just walk around and come back. I go to check in on my flight. They're like, were you in an altercation over there? Oh, boy. They're like looking for you over there. Yeah. What's your definition of altercation? Because yeah. Did you say yeah. yes? So anyway, I'm like, That's yeah. Cool. So the police came over. I have to talk to the police. They're like, oh, we can't let you go. This is to go to my grandma's funeral in Canada. And so. What city was it again? This was in uh, Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. <laughs> <laughs> so. They, they won't let me go. And so I talk to the cop. I give him my card. I go, that guy actually hit me first. So now let's now let's go. He can, I'll press charges against him. And let's do this. I'm an attorney. So I, I talked to the cop and I let him know what happened. And he just, he gave me the most Canadian answer I've ever heard in my life. And I almost started laughing because it sounded like something on a, my kid's softball team. Right. Oh, he was just sauntering, eh? <laughs> he sauntered over there, eh? Oh, he's just sauntering and got in your way, eh? And so I told him what happened. And he let me go. So there may be an arrest warrant for me in Calgary. But I, I, I ruined that guy's wow. like, life. Then as he's walking by, as I'm talking to the cops, he like looks at me like, yeah, you look good. Get hold of you. <laughs> what are you going to do? You going to eat me? Uh, it just, worst. I couldn't believe it's People don't get punched anymore. No, they no. don't get punched enough. We, people don't get punched. If you get punched once in a while, you yeah, will realize how much fun it isn't to get punched. Yep. Yeah. Well, no, well, I, you actually monitor what comes out of your mouth you if you get punched and once in a while. I think you should be able to punch people. Like, honestly, I tell that to people all the time. God. If somebody actually could come at you, you wouldn't be talking like you would. You wouldn't. You'd, you'd no, be, I a little bit of I've gotten, tough guy. Uh, freedom. I've had two guy. people come at me, and luckily, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for taking the reins. <laughs> when I went to Regina oh, once, two people <laughs> come at me in Regina. No, you, you got a bunch of guys coming at you. <laughs> coming at me. <laughs> no, but I actually ended up on uh, World Star. On you know back. what that oh, is? Yeah. You know what World Star is? Of course I do. Yeah, I ended up on that because somebody in front of Bellagio tried to spit on us and punch us. Yeah, you you, yeah. you pay extra for that. Yeah. Time. Mispronounced, yeah. mispronounced Pornhub. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that what it is? Kumon? Uh, two guys coming on me. What's this? Kumon? No, but I, they don't get punched enough. I told you, you about Kumon. No, yeah. About the Indian, the Indian yeah. hacker Kumon yeah, might pick. Yeah. But no, people need to get punched in the mouth every once. Well, I truly, truly like you guys are lucky because you have wives that maybe might calm you down in that situation. My wife's the opposite. No, okay, like, getting punched. Mm. In the, you're you're getting punched in the wife in the mouth by your wife. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I was gonna say our absolutely. wives won't attack. Yeah, us. yeah. Won't attack no, us. Yeah. my I wife. Don't fear I'm the always like, in my house. My, yeah, <laughs> the chunkless coming out. No, my wife's always like, I think God, God always looks out for us because if that would happen to us, like. Yeah. You know, there's there's been times, but uh, Regina, I bet it's nice up there. Yeah. Your Regina. <laughs> sure you can find a lot of guys to come on. <laughs> 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 come at him. Come at him. Guys come at me. Yeah. 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 Guys that come at him. Did I just come out of Regina? Oh, my God. <laughs> Good talk. Good talk. So, so I am you, going to so be in the Olympics next time. Do you guys know who Craig Goliath is? Craig Goliath? Craig no. Goliath. He's a local bodybuilder. He lives in Las Vegas, but okay. he is one of the largest men alive. The guy is an absolute freak show large. I think he's 360-some pounds. Jacked out of his mind. Just, just massive like to a level that you can't understand unless you actually ever see Craig Goliath. Right. So there's been a rash of bodybuilders dying. And I just followed Generation Iron and just, you know, whatever. And... Somebody, so he put a comment like, oh, it's sad to see this happening in our sport or whatever. 
and just the list of people that are going, yeah, you're next, motherfucker. Like, why? And that, all all that's these terrible. Like, why? All these why? Guys, like, why, spew, why spew the hate? That's first off. That's a man behind the thing. Obviously, he knows what risks he's taking with his board. Sure. Second thing is, that, you know, like, a, yeah, he he would squash. I you would love to see you do anything but run up to him and be like, "Hi, Mister Glides, can I get an autograph? I'm yeah. Jimmy." You know, these guys are such chicken shits online, right? It's just the culture. It's just so well, ingrained you know in you that you, you get free you, shots of people. You know what's funny? I was actually talking about this yesterday, which was, you know, I kind of get two kinds of DMs on, I, 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 I get lots of DMs. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you do. No, I bet you do from saying, Kumon. But I'm, say, but I'm saying the ne- the negative DMs I get kind of fall into two categories. And the categories I'll get are number one, like, Oh, I bet you got you inherited everything. I bet you everything was given to you. I bet you got it. And it's like that's ridiculous. In DMs though. Yeah, in direct messages. So like some people who just see my stuff and doesn't know me. But not anonymous. Yeah, but doesn't know me and is right. like, oh, I'm sure, you know, oh, lucky you, lucky you. There's a lot of lucky you. Sure, I mean, I'll sure. get a lot of it, but this the negative stuff I get, I get that. Lucky you. And then I get, you know, and then I get people that are like, what's worse than that where they're like, man, I just, I, I could never do what you do. I can never see that. I'm, I'll never achieve what you achieve. And they're so self-defeating in the first thing. And I think the answer is for kind of both of those people that, that had this issue with wanting to tear other people down on the internet. I mean, if you want to look at the, the core choice of it is I think people see success or they see the future and they think it's such a big thing. And it's like, mm-hmm. I want it all right now. And it's like, dude, right. you can't change the world if you can't even make your fucking bed. Right. And, and I tell people, like, even the people that are negative, like, I can never see doing that. It's like, bro, you can change something today. You can change what you're Start. eating. You can change what you're watching. You can change what you're listening to. You know what it, You know what broke my heart today? I'll tell you what broke my heart today on, this, on the lines. I talk a lot about, you know, what you consume dictates what you put out, right? Tell me your Both, friends, I'll show you your net worth. Same thing. But, 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 you know, if you talk about what you read, all those things. Man, like when I probably when I was in my early twenties, I loved social distortion. That was one of my favorite bands, Mike Ness. I mean, I just loved social, social D. D awesome. Man, love social D. Of course, right? Yeah, I know you. Hang on, get this. Is what broke my heart? Would ride around screaming the lyrics to social D songs. Today, I'm sitting there working out, and I've got the lithium playlist on, whatever my gym, and on comes uh, Ball and Chain, and I start singing along with it, and I start thinking to myself. God, these are the most self-defeating lyrics yeah. that I'm that are coming out of my mouth about how bad life is, about how downtrodden I am, about how I can't take anymore. And I'm like, holy shit. I, this was my mantra in my early 20s, which was probably leading to some of my results. And I had to turn it off. I'm like, I love this band, but dude. Do you want me to sue Social D? I think we should. But but the point was, I just I couldn't even believe how negative the stuff coming out of their mouth. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. here's my point. And if you're regurgitating that, it's affecting you whether you want to believe it or not. Sure. I listen. Oh, it is. Well, I think uh, th- there's a lot of, that was a, a Dr. William Dyer was big into that. Talking mm-hmm. about the, the intention behind things like music. Do you know D- William Dyer? No. He was like, a, I don't know what happened to him, but he was kind of a positive message guru from the 90s. The first time I ever saw him on PBS, I just turned it on. And he was talking about like scripture or something. Something came up and he was talking about, and I'm like, oh, one of these guys, never mind. And then he like quotes Buddha. Yeah. And then he quoted like the, the Bhagavad Gita or whatever. And I'm, oh, oh, okay. So he's just talking about global sort of ancient wisdom or whatever. So mm-hmm. I listened to him and I always took what he, I thought he was actually very wise message when I was younger. I wouldn't know maybe now, but he had that sort of thing. Like his son was listening to like, you know, rap, some, some kind of violent rap or whatever, some like NWA or which, which I loved growing up as a kid. Oh, me too. But he was like, okay, now, you know, he did this thing about, now what are the words saying? What are the messages? How strong do you feel when you hear that? And this sort of thing about the intention of words yeah. that you don't even realize the, the amount effect of negativity. Having. I see some of that it's, stuff yeah. oddly as positive. I don't know why when I put on NWA or put on EZ, well, it well see, hard. I think here's, no, here's the difference though. I think NWA, if you listen to the lyrics and Jesus, we're going to get slaughtered for wow. this. Like, listen to these three white guys talk about NWA. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. the reality of it is, is if you listen to NWA, I think it was just about anger. A lot of it was about anger and exposing, you know, if they, you know, if you watch the documentaries, it was yeah, about exposing yeah. what was going on in their life. Right. If you listen to social D man, it is, it is self-defeating, it's self-defeating, commiserating music. Yeah. And you know, and it got me thinking about this, man. If you are someone that is, when someone is down in the dumps or someone is at a place where they're low and you feel your role in their life is to say, yeah, you know, this isn't fair and yes, and you're commiserating. Right. 
if you're going to do that, you need to do it for people in a very short span. And then you need to start trying to turn that back in a sure. positive direction because you're not helping people by commiserating with their misery. Yeah. That's you're, expen- you're, you're just extending that, it. You're not helping people. No. And that's why, like, uh, I always tell people, the worst thing you can do when you get out of a bad relationship is go hang out with your friend who just got out of a bad relationship. Oh, yeah. You're spiraling. Right? Because you're just you're feeding off of each other's energy. And en- mm. energy is everything. I, you know, the music. Makes like fun. you said, you eat bad food. Mm. You drink a lot. You know, but <laughs> no, but honestly, like I don't drink a lot because I woke up the next day and it just put me in a bad mood. Made like a great world up. star video. Oh, though. great world star. <laughs> great for world star. star. I didn't like the social D like John does, but, uh, you know, it's uh social D was amazing. That, that, was, that was my jam. That was before my time. That's funny. Before my time. Dude, yeah. go, go revisit it and find me a positive social D song. They, they, they just don't. I mean, the music all is of poppy them, though. It's kind of, it's poppy. That's see, that's the danger. It's all poppy, but yeah. you're screaming, you know, and I can't take. Any more pain? Yeah, you're screaming it like. Yeah, but kind of love songs. If you look at, you know, pictures of you by the Cure, that song oh, always makes me yeah, feel good. Yes, even though it's very sad. Yeah, like there's a lot of very I sad did, music. I, that I, I did get broken up with once a long time ago and drove around Atlanta listening to that. <laughs> but did you kind of feel better because it's good to have that commiseration about some stuff. I don't know. Some people I think hear music differently. I think if the music has, if it's major chords and it's positive and it's kind of up it doesn't really matter what the lyrics are if you're not internalizing you may be right maybe i just haven't noticed well, and you probably you probably listen to an array different type of music yeah. right where i think a lot of some people don't realize a lot of people just sit there for all day long just consuming this and you know they'll eat bad they'll listen to this music and like you said i mean how many people just think you're given everything in life and yeah, they'll yeah. get on Facebook too, though, and they'll get on their echo chambers to talk about what a piece of shit she was or what a piece of shit he was. Have you been on Left Book, like no. Facebook groups? No. Where it literally doesn't matter what the content is. I can predict absolutely every single thing. There's some that surprise me because I'm like, it's such a stretch right. how you could have got that from that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, there, there are so good. many things. When you jump into other people's echo chambers and watch it, yeah. it's amazing, especially if it's not your echo chamber. And just to watch how it spirals into self-enforcing. Well, that was the most. That was like the most interesting thing that happened this week was Trump did that big rally in Alabama, oh. and everybody's like, you know, yeah. And then he comes out and he gets, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, and then he says, hey, everybody needs to go get the vaccine, and they boot him. That was that was wild. Did you see that? I didn't see that. Oh no. yeah, they, yeah. The whole they, they crowd, the whole crowd on him. And, and, you know, and, and I'm just thinking, and all I kept thinking to myself is what an absolute mind twist for these people and the things like, this is the guy and we're saying this and now he's telling me something else. Like, what do we do now? But he's literally not the guy though. You know, what's funny for that crowd. He's the, he's the guy, but not him as a person, him as an individual is not anything to them. No. Right. It's a concept, right? It's all very, very abstract. So him doing something like Donald Trump wouldn't do that. He's like, I'm Donald Trump and I'm doing this. They're like, no, you wouldn't do that. That's not you. Yeah. Like, don't you don't tell us what you are. We tell you what you are and what you stand for. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that that happens with a lot of political ideologies and pundits and things. When our heroes always fall, it's like it's because they're not the thing we thought they were. And that right. was the whole concept of you know, a lot of literature and a lot of things, right? Where you find out the well, person I mean, behind the, the wizard behind yeah. the, the screen. They, they knew Cuomo was Italian when they elected him. <laughs> hey, oh, I'm not, but yeah, it, you I'm know, not it's sexist. Not, I'm Italian. He's still in there giving his speeches. I'm like, isn't, isn't but people two will, weeks up? People will turn a blind eye to oh, a lot yeah. of things in life. As long as, so it, long as it doesn't create any more dissonance with the message, right? Well, that, but that was my that was my point, though. So here you essentially have, if you want to call it a cult of personality, yeah. whatever it is with Trump. You have essentially the leader of the cult of personality is standing there and comes out and says something that's completely against what that crap. I mean, let's face it. Somebody that's going to go to a Trump rally today, he's not running for office. He's not doing anything that there that that's a cult of personality. Yes. And <laughs> him to say, get vaccinated and these people lose their minds. That's there's got to be a little ripple going through people's identities this week in the state of Alabama. I think there has to be. Yeah. Imagine just being a Scientologist. Imagine uh, any time one of these people or I'm, yeah. I'm not speaking on that. No, yeah. but just imagine the thoughts and views of Chris Connell do not reflect. <laughs> oh, is, are they like a powerful group? So <laughs> I'm pretty sure their membership's who knows? decimated. Uh, who knows? No, I'm not. Uh, I'm not, I'm not no, but I don't. Sorry, Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I don't I have nothing. But but those people, when when they deviate from the message, 
That's what they're risking. And they don't and they won't because there's too much wrapped up in it because there's individuals that will have differences of opinion about a certain thing, but they'll toe the line because they don't want to be excoriated over kind of not following wait, wait, stop. What's that word? Excoriated. Use that in a sense called excoriated. <laughs> no, I, See, I think you'd get the best that part word. about this is, head, is, is, is the people that are going to listen to this are going to say, well, you know, do you learn anything from that podcast? And like scrabble words. That's, what I get. That's it. I get those but words. I, I That's all I get. I think you get that. Exsanguinated just means everything. Your blood drained wow. out. Excoriated means wow. Oh, See, he actually taught us what it, he's actually <laughs> using them right. I guess I just thought he's yeah, thrown just, him. We're not noticing. See, the funny thing is, I think he's going to come here at some point, and just start making, making words up, and we're just going to yeah, just like, yeah, like idiots. We're right. just going to nod mm-hmm. like yes. yes I, I hear you, bro. That word was totally cromulent. <laughs> <laughs> that's a completely cromulent word. Oh, I would never make up a word that was so cromulent. Well, let's you know talking about talking about evoking emotion. Let's get you know I want to talk about marketing, marketing. Real quick in this segment because I got something yesterday that was just such a piece of crap. It was unbelievable, and it was a um, it was an invitation or not invitation, but it was like a an ad from a large trade group that I happen to be a member of, and it was for their statewide convention, which is now on Zoom. And this ad consisted of saying the header of it was. There's no reason this can't be fun. That's all it said. And then it said on Zoom on these days, and then here's your seven people. And most of them, I don't know, right? Why would you? Yeah. So it got me thinking, you know, is, is real estate agents, which is what, you know, our core competency, my business is, is, is we're paid to be great marketers. And so many people are so incredibly bad at it. And I just wanted to talk real quick, like what makes a compelling ad? For me, what makes a compelling ad is has to do a couple of things. Number one, it's got to tell you very, very quickly why you should either show up, buy this product, choose this product, mm-hmm. take an action of some sort, explains what it's in, what's in it for you. Quickly. Quickly. Don't make it about me. Mm-hmm. Tell me exactly, you know, tell me why I should do this. But two, it's got to invoke some sort of an emotion. Mm-hmm. You got to want to belong. You've got to, it's got to make you laugh. It can even make you cringe. You know, the best ad I ever did is my teddy bear ad. And we run it every year. <laughs> and uh, and for those of you that, that uh, you know, will never see it, essentially what it is is it's a teddy bear laying there with a giant butcher knife in its back, uh, bleeding. And I just sent it out on Valentine's Day. And it says, you know, not feeling love from your broker. It's time to simplify. And when I send that out, I get absolute hate mail from uh, from agents about how offensive it is, which forced me to bear. then, which forced me to then put out my, my, my public apology <laughs> to the teddy bear community yeah. about how sorry I am oh, and, and all the things that I'm going to do with my wokeness to not offend the teddy bear community further. And I it's get big, more, I get more, I get more legs out of that yeah. than anything else. And you know, I think for me, it's like if you're, if you're not evoking an emotion and you're not t- explaining to me why you're doing it, don't put it out. That's a great point, John. When you think about that, like let's say somebody was pissed off about your teddy bear, mm-hmm. which a lot of people are Two years That's later. Crazy. When, when they go, hey, I'm thinking about switching brokerages, they're not going to remember a goddamn thing about it. No, they don't they remember They just that. know your name now. They just know the name. I mean, one of the best ads we ever ran was uh, real estate brokerages suck, we suck less. <laughs> but it's branding, but it, right? Branding yeah. versus marketing, right? That's a, that's a yeah. whole different thing. So that's a part of branding. Right? Yeah. That is a huge, uh, that's a really valuable proposition, right? Because yeah. they don't know why, they just know they know the name. Yeah. Do you, do you know why you know the name of all of these businesses that you are aware of? Yeah, because you're exposed to it constantly, and it's just it's just on the it's first it's on the top of your head. And then, do you remember if they had ever done anything that you didn't like, unless it was Chili's? <laughs> Chili's, <laughs> going back to camera one. Chili's, let me tell you something. It's going to turn out like a wrestling promo. Oh yeah, oh, Chili's. Yeah. Let me tell you something, Chili's. Margarita chicken, brother. <laughs> Trying to serve me eight margaritas and then towing my car. Oh yeah. Nice alcohol policy. <laughs> See, everything's car. fine, and then you have to bring up chilies. Like I'm fine, I'm calm, and then you do that. That's because that's a power move. Power <laughs> move. Fair, 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 fair. We gotta get. We gotta get a noise. We got it. We gotta get a noise. But it is yeah, marketing. No. Is uh, a lot of people don't realize that you sit there and you said that story, and I just hopped on. Uh, did you Instagram. see it? No, I did see oh. it. And I laughed because I'm like, he's so true, right? <sighs> but then you start looking at stuff when, you know, when some, someone brings it to your attention, you start looking. And there's a lot of ads like that. A lot of things. They're I'm just, just like, what? what is? What am I looking you're not, at? You're not compelling. You're not invoking any type of emotion from me. It's and you're not. And what's worse, you're not explaining what's in it for well, me. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what. You've got to. 
like like agents will send it like real estate agents will send out stuff and puff about here's my stats here's this here's this here's this right. tell me what's in it for me yeah tell, no have you ever read that book called the secrets of great rainmakers yes. by jeffrey fox yes i have great book great book he was talking about he was doing this security pitch this first security system and there was eight seven people pitching before her and she was the eighth the sales lady and she walks in to this meeting and sees you know, a group of executives downtrodden from the seven prior pitches about how great we are, blah, blah, blah. She walks in and goes, what do you guys need? Right? And they go, huh? They're waiting for this. I'm the, we, we have this technology, the blah, blah, blah. She's like, what do you guys need? Where are your issues? Because we, everybody has a product. It's yeah. just, does our product make sense for you? Because if you have holes, we'll fill them. I'll show you how. Like, yep. what do you need? And they're all like, so she got the deal. I, I know, I know, I know where you're, will go, I know where you're those going. Holes. Yep, okay. Going right back to Regina. <laughs> going back to Regina. Right back He's to Regina. Regina. He knows how to holes. <laughs> oh, boys. Well, let's wrap up before we go further, further <laughs> down. goes real. Col- yeah, Colt's going to get us uh, canceled, I'm sure. <laughs> if not today, some point. Well, if it's you like coming. what we do, man, make sure you like, subscribe, whatever you got to do, and uh, come back and see us again. And remember, if you like us, tell us, tell a friend. But if you hate us, tell two, because it doesn't matter if you're talking good or bad. It's when they stop talking, you got a problem, right? All right, boys. We'll see you next week. See you, bud. Hey, it's John Gafford. If you want to catch up more and see what we're doing, you can always go to thejohngafford.com. Well, we'll share any links that we have things we talked about on the show, as well as links to the YouTube where you can watch us live. And if you want to catch up with me on Instagram, you can always follow me at thejohngafford. I'm here. Give me a shout.